Next on the 5 o'clock report. We are scrimping and scraping by. The Fed is trying to move as fast as it can. We have it all down. It's an innovative policy. This is a catastrophe. That makes us ripe to have a severe flu season. Now, let's go to the newsroom. The American economy, for better or worse. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. As high inflation lingers on, a waiting game on what the Federal Reserve will do next. The latest inflation numbers, not encouraging. Food up 11.2% year over year. Rent up 7.2%. The largest increase since 1982. And health insurance costs up 28%. That's the biggest increase on record. NBC's Tom Costello. A new survey out today shows most Americans are still plenty concerned about where things are headed and how they're going to cope in the interim. We are scrimping and scraping by. Instead of one grocery store, now I shop three every week. Um, Just trying to look for what's on sale and what do we need for the week. ADP chief economist Neela Richardson says this latest inflation data puts even more pressure on the Fed to raise interest rates again next month. However, the Fed is trying to move as fast as it can, but if it moves too fast, it runs the risk of tightening too much, which could be painful for the economy. President Biden says he knows inflation remains too high, but says he's confident in the plans he has in place to bring it down soon. Questions in Carolina. We have an awesome down. I've never seen so many cops. Like, I'm shaking, terrified. The search is on for answers as to why a 15-year-old male opened fire without apparent provocation in Raleigh, North Carolina, yesterday, killing five people. Governor Roy Cooper. No neighborhood, no parent, no child, no grandparent. No one should feel this fear in their communities. Police say the teen suspect shot seven people in all, the survivor and the suspect, both alive but in critical condition. We don't have answers as to why this tragedy occurred, but what I can tell you is that the Raleigh Police Department and the Raleigh community is resilient, and we stand strong, and we will heal. Police Chief Estella Patterson in Connecticut. A vigil in Bristol for two police officers slain in the line of duty there. Investigators say those officers responded to a fake 911 call reporting a disturbance at a home where the suspect was waiting to ambush them. The suspect was found dead. It's unclear whether police returned fire killed him or whether he took his own life. Now to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Today at an IMF meeting in Washington, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen fired a new economic salvo at Vladimir Putin, announcing a price cap on Russian oil. It's an innovative policy that aims to cut Putin's revenue while keeping Russian oil flowing onto global markets at low prices. On the battlefield, meanwhile, a Russian-installed official in South Ukraine's Kherson region is advising every Russian there to evacuate as Ukrainian forces continue to reclaim territory in the south and east of the country. But in other areas, Russian missiles and Iranian suicide drones continue to rain down, extracting a heavy price on Ukrainian civilians. And with winter closing in now, the World Health Organization is concerned about a brewing humanitarian crisis there. These people need access to health services. The people who stay are those who are particularly vulnerable to the cold. They're the people who are over 60. These are also people who are going to be much more prone to the severe effects of respiratory viruses such as flu and and, and COVID-19 over the winter. Dr. Catherine Smallwood, neighboring countries are bracing for another influx of Ukrainian refugees. With so much global attention focused on Ukraine, another troubled spot has fallen off the radar a bit, but their troubles have only worsened. 
Haiti is facing a major food and water shortage. This is a catastrophe. The food security situation in Haiti is getting worse. The World Food Program's Jean-Martin Bauer. 4.7 million people in Haiti are facing acute food insecurity. 1.8 million of them are facing emergency levels of food insecurity. Haitian gangs have contributed to the problem, blocking delivery of gas and basic goods. Now the country is dealing with a new problem a cholera outbreak. Back in the U.S., hospitals nationwide are bracing for a wave of flu patients, as this season could be the worst in years. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says that the early numbers are higher than expected. Not everybody got flu vaccinated last year, and many people did not get the flu. So that makes us ripe to have potentially a severe flu season. Walensky says flu cases are starting to pick up across much of the country, particularly in the southeast and south-central U.S., although most flu cases go unreported. In other health news, New testing reveals a variety of popular branded sports bras have high levels of BPA, a chemical compound used to make plastic. Sports bras sold by Athleta, Nike, Pink, Asics, and other brands were all tested for BPA in the past six months. Results showed the clothing could expose wearers to up to 22 times the safe limit of BPA based on standards set in California. And have you heard? Starting on Monday, hearing aids will be sold over the counter without a fitting from a doctor. It's seen as a positive move from those in the audiology industry. Yeah, it's kind of like reading glass cheaters, isn't it, in some ways? And over time, they realize these aren't enough. I need something more. Jackie Clark teaches at the University of Texas in Dallas. And do you play pickleball? I try it once or twice. Maybe you could turn pro. Major League Pickleball is taking off now. Tom Brady, the famed quarterback, being the latest high-profile investor in the sport. When we have major investors like LeBron James, Draymond Green, Drew Brees, you see people now starting to say, what is pickleball? I've never heard of it. Well, if you haven't heard of it, pickleball is similar to tennis, played on a smaller court with paddles instead of rackets, instead of home courts. Teams travel for tournaments. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, Collider Workers okay a new contract. How far is too far when it comes to enforcing workplace racial sensitivity? And what to do about those autumn leaves? We head into the weekend with some decent weather expected. The weekend may not win many awards for beauty, but it looks okay. Mainly dry, some sunshine, moderate, seasonable, reasonable temperatures. For tonight, clear to partly cloudy. Low temperatures, mid-30s to the mid-40s. For tomorrow and Sunday, ample sunshine in most of Pennsylvania. Ice in the 60s, generally. Across New York State, we'll have a stray shower tomorrow. Otherwise, clouds some sun tomorrow. And partly sunny on Sunday. High temperatures tomorrow in the 60s and the 50s to near 60 on Sunday. Thank you, Kevin Williams. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Unions representing over 6,000 Kaleida health workers in western New York have ratified a new three-year contract. The deal, retroactive to May 31st, covers nurses as well as clinical, professional, technical, service, dietary, and clerical staff. One union head calls it a huge win for its membership. Included in the new deal, the addition of 500 full-time positions. Also, all union members will get a compound minimum 12% general wage hike over the next three years. Also today, New York Governor Kathy Hochul announcing pay raises for state nurses in order to help improve recruitment and retention efforts. The governor says starting salaries for nurses working a day shift will rise to nearly $90,000 upstate, $108,000 downstate. People living in the Buffalo area often say they're from the 716, referring to the longtime area code there. But as Family Life's Bob Price tells us, the New York State Public Service Commission has approved a second area code for Western New York. Yeah, Mark, 716 is running out of phone numbers and you can thank the abundance of smartphones out there for that. The new area code expected to be activated in the spring or summer of the year 2024. Now it'll be used in Allegheny, 
Cattaraugus, Chautauqua, and Niagara counties. This doesn't mean people are going to lose their 716 number, the new numbers in addition to the current one. It's not clear what the new three-digit area code will be in western New York. Bob Price, Family Life News. Thank you, Bob. Well, have you registered to vote yet? If you're not, you better hurry. Today's the last day to do it in New York State. Early in-person voting starts in New York on October 29th and goes through November 6th, so you have to register by the end of today to take part in this. New Yorkers will be voting for governor, among other races. The latest Marist College poll shows Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul with a 10-point lead over her Republican challenger, Lee Zeldin. Meanwhile, New Jersey's voter registration deadline is October 18th. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. They say fight fire with fire, or in this case, fight bugs with bugs. With New York's native hemlock trees under attack from a tiny insect known as hemlock woolly adelgid, or HWA, state environmental officials are fighting back by unleashing a beetle that likes to gobble up HWA. What we're doing is releasing predators that eat these insects that feed on the trees. Mark Whitemore, a Cornell University forestry expert who says New York's native hemlock trees are crucial to other animals from deer to brook trout. Mike service with the State Parks Department. The fact that we have these resources to come and control the hemlock woolly adelgid and help to save the forest so that our park patrons and users can continue to enjoy them for future generations is really important for us and it feels good to be a part of it and to be able to make this happen. HWA are invasive critters coming to the U.S. over a hundred years ago from Asia. To Pennsylvania now, a Philadelphia lawyer has filed a formal complaint against her employer's requested contract stating that, quote, all white people are racist. Nicole Levitt says workplace awareness about racism was a valid response after the killing of George Floyd in 2020. The problem came when when that empathy was hijacked for what I say was an ideological cause. It got to the point where if you didn't agree with that ideology, if you dissented one step away from it, then, you know, you were outcast. The attorney told the Glenn Beck radio program that the Philadelphia nonprofit agency had a diversity, equity, inclusion program, which divides people by race and ethnicity. They divided us up according to skin color, which was something that I found so regressive. And I eventually said, I can't participate in those groups anymore. The language that I heard used against white people mirrored what was said against Jews uh, in the 1930s. Levitt, who is Jewish, also wrote a recent opinion column for Newsweek. Her complaint is currently pending against the agency, which provides legal help to victims of domestic violence. Autumn leaves, rake, mulch, just leave them be. Opinions vary, but a Penn State expert tells KDKA that one way or another, you got to tell those leaves to get off my lawn. Getting those things up and, and getting them off of there is vitally important. Jeff Fowler, a turf expert with Penn State Extension. They can lay there when they're dry for a long time, but obviously once they're wet and soggy, they're compacted and not allowing that good air exchange. So what does he do with his leaves? I personally would rather bag them up and compost them and reuse them that way as opposed to mulching them on the yard. Fowler says you should also consider aerating in the fall because it makes a perfect bed for seeds to grow come springtime. Before you know it, those leaves will be snow covered. And while we might not want to think about it, PennDOT has snow and snow plows on their mind. Winter is a huge responsibility. Mark Kaiser, the 
acting deputy secretary for Highway Administration at PennDOT. His number one piece of advice for drivers once those flakes begin flying, resist the temptation to pass a plow during a snowstorm. Uh, one thing I can guarantee everybody out there is that the conditions in front of that plow are worse than they are behind it. Officials say real-time road conditions, including when a highway was last plowed, can be found using the 511PA mobile app. All right, your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Wall Street closing lower in a Friday sell-off. Stocks fell after a consumer sentiment reading showed inflation expectations were on the rise again. The tech-heavy Nasdaq plunged 3% in volatile trading to end the week. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 403 points to 29,634. The S&P 500 fell 86 points today to 35,83. And the Nasdaq Average dropped 327 points, finishing at 10-321. Ambassador Advisors, a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Details available at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Fidelity Investments surveyed people between the ages of 18 and 44 to find out what they think about money. Hi, I'm Rob West with the Money Wise Minute. About two-thirds of respondents confess they should be saving more, but they haven't made an actual plan to save because dealing with finances is, quote, too stressful. About half said they don't pay much attention to their spending levels as long as they're sure they have money in the bank. One-third of respondents said they'd rather clean a bathroom than reviewing their checking account. Well, truth is, the way to reduce money stress is to do what many of these people are not doing save, create a budget, and stay on top of spending. If you know someone who needs practical financial guidance, tell them about the MoneyWise app. They'll be glad you did. Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use MoneyWise app. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store or learn more at moneywise.org. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, mining for denim? I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Report. We head into the weekend with some decent weather expected. The weekend may not win many awards for beauty, but it looks okay. Mainly dry, some sunshine, moderate, seasonable, reasonable temperatures. We're still on track, though, for quite the shot of cold air next week. Lake effect rain and lake effect snow for some in the Tuesday-Wednesday time frame of next week. In the meantime, for tonight, clear to partly cloudy. Low temperatures, mid-30s to the mid-40s. For tomorrow and Sunday, ample sunshine and most of Pennsylvania, ice in the 60s generally. Across New York State, we'll have a stray shower tomorrow, otherwise clouds some sun tomorrow, and partly sunny on Sunday. High temperatures tomorrow in the 60s and the 50s to near 60 on Sunday. Thank you very much, Kevin. Finally at 5, a trip down an abandoned mine has led to the discovery of what you might call blue gold. Family Life's Brian Query gets to the bottom of things. An archaeologist's search of an abandoned mine in the American West turned up more than jewels and rocks. Searchers found a pair of Levi's jeans that are believed to date from the 1880s. The jeans, which feature a buckleback adjuster along the seal, were wrangled by their new owners in the Durango Vintage Festivus, a four-day celebration of denim in New Mexico. And their selling price? $87,400. Zip Stevenson, owner of the Denim Doctors in Los Angeles, said the pants were a rare discovery, something not seen before in dozens of mines previously searched. The new owners are looking to sell the pants to a museum for public display and hoping that their purchase was a genius investment. Brian Query, Family Life News. And that's the world we live in for Friday, October 14th, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. Have a blessed weekend. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.